0: What's going on, guys? Awesome episode today with Ben uh, doing a breakthrough session with me, and we're talking about niching down in your business. So he works for a company uh, in Minnesota that you know they take on a lot of different types of work, and and what he's realizing is it's super hard for him to schedule, to predict results, to identify costs, and it kind of creates this just huge jumble mess. So we narrowed down some of the things that he needs to do to kind of get control back into his scheduling, into his sales, into the processes. Uh, So it was a phenomenal episode. So if you're experiencing any of that stuff, uh, I highly suggest you listen to this one all the way through. There's some, you know, some gems that, that were dropped of just really just narrowing down uh, that niche, identifying, you know, what your ideal customer is, creating roles in uh, your business, you know, boosting morale. So it was an awesome, awesome breakthrough session. So I'm excited to share that with you and it's going to be starting right now. Welcome to the Trade Thrive Breakthrough Series. In these episodes, you're going to find contractors just like you dealing with real life, real world, real business problems. I'm going to help contractors break through the barriers that are stopping them from growth. In these episodes, you're going to find that these same problems that you're dealing with in your business are the same ones that other contractors are dealing with as well, and we're going to get to the bottom of them. So tune in and get excited because the Breakthrough Series is happening now. Welcome everyone to uh, the business breakthrough. I got my good friend Ben here from Minnesota. Um, we're just gonna dive in. We got sales, marketing, production. We're gonna talk about. So uh, you know, we were just getting ready to talk about kind of some of the, the dynamics of your business. So give me a quick synopsis of uh, just a few things off the top. Would be how many guys you got, what your um, you know your ideal job type is, and um, you know just just take it away, man. What do you got?
1: So. Uh... Yeah. Jason, Jason Daly is the owner. Um, I'm sales manager. I do all the estimating, uh, amongst other things we have five full-time painters. Um, and then Jason himself, we got yep. me in my role and then we have kind of a HR kind of production manager type role. Yep. Um, we just got a shop. So he's kind of managing that right now and getting inventory stuff set up. Um, I mean, our ideal job, we mostly focus on residential work. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to gauge which direction we want to go as far as building our team, if we want to go commercial driven, um, you know, new construction, anything like that. But right now, our bread and butter is residential and it's anything interior painting, exterior painting during the summer. So, we, so employees or subs? Uh, employees.
0: Okay, everyone's an employee.
1: Yep. And I mean, we have, we have a couple subs. subs. Um, I think I mentioned to you that I worked for Sherwin Williams. So yeah, so I was an outside sales network. rep. Yeah. yeah. So I got a pretty, I got a pretty big network as far as knowing who's reliable. Um,
0: you were a sales rep for Sherwin Williams. So when yeah. they try to tell you that you're, you're getting the best price, you, you know, you know what the deal is.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm not too hard on them though.
0: Yeah. I kind of yeah. know how they, I know how the game is
1: played and I know it's important. Yeah. So
0: yeah. we don't let
1: that dictate our, our business model. So,
0: yeah. So, so if we, you know, uh, this is kind of where I want to get to is like, what's the biggest outlier right now in terms of like, you know, there's this hurdle, we can't seem to figure out how to get over it. And it's kind of prohibiting us from, from growth. Like every day, it's like this issue that we're trying to overcome. What is that thing for you guys? Um, like you kind of mentioned
1: at the beginning, I mean, scheduling has always kind of been, um, a tough, a tough go for us as far as, you know, making sure that production's on schedule, um, sure. making sure that we are be- being able to evaluate how far out we are, yeah. um, which in turn affects my ability to close jobs,
0: just not how many, you know, necessarily knowing. How many, yeah, and, and it's powerful as a salesperson to know when you can get in. One yeah. thing about me, dude, ever since I started my business, I always give a firm start date. And then yeah. does it hurt? To have to go back and say, you know, Mrs. Whatever, this happened, this happened. Unfortunately, we have to push you here. Um, I would first, you know, give you some scheduling. You know, I would say basis is that like they're super high priority. Like for me, I have people that are moving into their house. We right. don't move those no matter what. Like that's that's the priority. Like you, you just forget it. If you can't meet that deadline when people are getting ready to move in, then then you're out. You know. Right. So we put those at like super high priority. Um, but in terms of how many, how many jobs you guys got going at any one time, like today, how many jobs right now?
1: Um, we work with contractors too. So we've, you know, any, probably on average two th- to three jobs.
0: Two to three jobs. Okay. So that's, that's about where we're at on average, two to three jobs. Um, you guys should be at about a million in sales. If that's consistent throughout the whole year. Is that about, would that be fair to say?
1: Um, no, we're not quite, not quite there. Maybe a little bit under. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. So you look at it on a, on a scheduling basis and it really the business model is important. So it's like, do these crews like that you have, so you have two crews of employees, right? right. Okay. Yep. And then you bring in a sub for overflow. Right. Okay. So did do the two crews always stay together?
1: No, we kind of, we haven't defined that quite yet. We're, uh, okay.
0: so you'll kind of like, you'll kind of start a job with maybe, and, and the crews are of how many Two three to or,
1: three.
0: two to three so so right now tell me what the jobs look like so i can get a real life situation scenario so you have a, a crew of two right now going out there painting right
1: yeah so we got a two we got a crew of two going okay. on uh it's just a old minneapolis home interior okay. um walls ceilings and uh conversion enamel okay. so
0: right so crew of two and then yep. you got a crew of three out there
1: uh Yes. We got a crew of three on a contractor
0: job. Yeah. On a contractor job right now. And then you got a crew of, and then the subcontractor me Yep. So five okay. employees are working today or that is that all the employees is someone off today? I
1: believe they're all working today.
0: All working today. So we got five workers and then you got your sub crew doing their thing. I'm going to yep. remove the sub crew because I don't really care about them right now. I, I'm right. just looking at your, your two crews. So, so the first thing is, is like, the business is like a funnel, right? You allow what you allow. You as the sale, you're the only salesperson, right? Yeah. Okay, so you allow the type of jobs, I and mean, the business owner does, Jason does, but yep. you allow the types of jobs that come into your world, okay? Right. You, you have the power of yes or no. And when you come from um, a place of scarcity, which to me is when you don't really have good marketing and by marketing, it's like marketing is attracting who you want to do business with. If you're not confident in that process, you take whatever comes your way. because That's all you got. You, you really just take it. So, yeah. so if that's where it starts. Because here's the thing. If you're taking any sort of job, let's say the job that you take is like a full uh, interior repaint, but the whole house is wallpaper. Okay. So that wallpaper needs to be removed. And that's going to take you four days just to remove it. Instead yeah. of telling the customer, hey, you need to find somebody to remove all this wallpaper. Then we'll come in. Okay. But the thing is, you just, you just took away $4. I mean, excuse me, four days of doing what you guys are best at because the best businesses can be predictable. Okay. And predictability is what your problem is right now. You have no predictability because you're taking whatever comes your way. You want to be the yes man. You want to be the company that said, yes, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Cause you know, it's easy for people to go with the company that does everything and you're risking somebody else taking away the work because ultimately you're not doing all the work. Does that sound about right?
1: yeah yeah that's a good point yeah
0: so so that's where it starts because we can talk about your your guys we can talk about all this stuff speed all this stuff but at the end of the day you're allowing whatever comes in because you're saying yes to the job so if you guys say you know we're going to take a cabinet job well cabinet job comes with all the variables of cabinets okay we're going to take an interior job but this one has popcorn removal. well how do you predict that we only take interior repaints full house that's it Walls, ceilings, trim, doors. We'll take all the walls, but it has to be the whole house. I'm not taking your living room. I'm not taking a couple bathrooms. Sorry, we're not the company for you. Why is that? Because I recognize that I need predictability. All my teammates have to stay together, bro. They have to. So we have two crews of four that stay together, okay? So we have a crew of four on one side, crew of four on the other side. I have one supervisor at the top. He would be doing what you're doing. The only difference is is he doesn't write the – prices. He just, he just goes out, estimates measures so he can get in and out. He's not sitting there negotiating. I take on that role, negotiating the price and sending out the quote. Okay. Super easy. But his job is to be a filler. So if I know I have a deadline on a job, it's a three-day job. I talk to my project manager who's in charge of the project. He says, Hey, look, we're, we're running a little behind here. I'm going to send my supervisor there. So now we got five guys working on the job to kind of keep our schedule going. Okay. Keeping that schedule tight. Because when you have a solid schedule, okay, when you know that that's when you you make profit is when jobs are done on time. Boom, 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 as efficient as possible. But uh, again, I have so much predictability in my business because we only take two types of jobs, the full interior or the full exterior. That's it. No wallpaper removal, unless like it's like a bathroom. And I know that we can like if, if, yeah, we just got wallpaper in this bathroom needs to be removed. Okay, cool. No texturing though. We don't do any texturing. I'm not doing texturing. I'm not waiting for texture to dry. You want somebody to come texture it, call a drywall company. They'll come texture, it, get it ready for us. And we'll come, you know, it's like you set the standard of what it is that you allow. Does that make sense? Right.
1: Yeah. So how do you, um, I know that you do a lot of Facebook marketing. Um, is that essentially your main lead source?
0: I, I, I tell everyone this, it's like, I, I have, it's kind of like stocks. If you're if you invest, right? You don't ever put all your money in one investment. It's like the dumbest right. thing you could do. Cause if you put all your money in one investment, if that investment doesn't yield a return, then you you don't you, don't, you sometimes could lose money. Yeah. Um so I'm I'm I you know I I allocate money. So like if I know that Facebook is slow, dude, it's so weird how it's not weird, it's just human behavior. People buy literally at the same time. Like it's crazy. Like last Tuesday, I had 10 calls. I mean, it's insane, and then the rest of the week. kind of dry you know and it's like i see it the same way like facebook like facebook is phenomenal if you have a really good ad like if you have a video ad that you can you can boost and and run ads on over and over and over and over again it's different than like think about it if you if you were watching a tv commercial right and on your tv commercial you would see all the comments of people right commenting on the ad oh my god great product oh my god awesome 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 right But the the cool thing is is that people that bought the product are jumping on Facebook, commenting, saying, this company's great, this company's great, this company's great. So it perpetuates the effectiveness of the ad over and over and over and over and over and over over again. So you have 400 likes, I almost got 50,000 views on this video. And people that normally would have seen the video and been apprehensive to even comment or like or hit the send message button, see the comments, see 300 comments. And all the comments are previous customers, people saying they want to quote. So, so Facebook, if done right, can be your own little marketing machine. And that's what I like to call it because it is, it's like a machine perpetuates, it gets bigger, it automates the process. Now, yes. Do I still have home advisor? Of course, why not? I mean, home advisor is a totally different type of lead. So with Facebook, you have to understand that the leads are people that you've generated interest from, like you're creating the interest. I use this analogy, right? So you're sitting at home watching Netflix, somebody knocks on your door. Okay. You were not thinking about getting your house painted at all, but this person knocked on your door and said, Hey, just so you know, you got some cracks here, this, that, and that we're a painting company. Would you like a quote? It was a pattern interrupt. That's what Facebook does. They're scrolling, 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 boom, pattern interrupt. Wait, maybe I should get my house painted. Okay. The problem with that is, is that they didn't budget for it. Okay. So there's a lot of uncertainty there for that lead because they didn't really have a budget for it. They don't know how much painting is. They don't really know what it entails. So they then have to go through this research loop. If they're an educated buyer, which that's the type of customers you want, people that are educated enough to make a good decision on and hire a good company like yourself. So these leads take a lot more time to nurture. They take a lot more energy, a lot more effort. That's why. Facebook leads are a lot cheaper, usually between like $15 and $25 lead. Home advisor is a different game. Home advisor are people that have identified they need the need, okay? They need it, they, they have a need. Uh, they've created a budget of what the cost of the project's gonna be, or some sort of range that they've come up with, either from a previous experience, maybe from a neighbor, uh, maybe from just general knowledge, or some people just think it is what it is. So the there's- has, so-
1: has resources too, right? Yes. Or they can
0: do their own research. They, they, they can do the research on there. It gives them a little bit of a range, but ultimately, you know, these are the type of leads that are this close to buying. That's why they're so expensive. That's why they're $100, $100 leads, you right. know? And the effort to convert that person to a sale is a lot less because the work has been done for you. Okay. Because Home Advisor found Home Advisor already created the need for you. Yeah. So these are two different types of leads. You know, you have, you have ready to go leads. You have people that you generated. Now the generated leads are your door knocking leads. These are people that you call. These are people that you send email marketing to. These are like, so they're, they're in their own category. Home advisor is like Angie's list, home advisor, thumbtack, like all these things. So get to your point about diversifying lead intake. Yes. The beauty of home advisor and these sorts of leads, I could tell them exactly the type of project I want to receive leads from that's the greatest part of it. Okay. Because again, if we're talking about funneling down and niching down because niching down gives you predictability, it helps you create systems. It gives you uh, that ability to have confidence in your scheduling. Okay. I know that's a two day job. That's a three day job. Okay. Holy smokes. How long does wallpaper take? Okay. I got to call John. Hey, John, have you ever moved wallpaper before? How long do you think it takes? Right. You know, you probably asked your guys like, what is that going to be? Um, So remove all that because here's the thing, and and my last point, because I know I'm going, but I want you to catch this opportunity cost. What are you giving up right now that's gonna cost you in the future? Or what are you, you know, what are you giving up in terms of like what are you avoiding right now to give you a better return in the future? And for you, a lot of guys see it like, okay, I want to take that wallpaper job, but the time that it takes is gonna take you away from niching down, creating predictability and coming up with a consistent. Niche for you to work in because it's taken away from your paint jobs. Follow
1: yeah. me. That's a, that's a yeah. That's a very good point.
0: Yeah. Okay. And you're the yeah. gatekeeper as the salesperson, so you right. got to be bold enough to be confident enough in your ability to paint and say, "Hey, listen, I want to do the shop, but we just focus on what we're good at, and we're best at painting." You know, and and what I tell my customers is, find a handyman to take care of that wood repair. Find a handyman to take care of that wallpaper. Find a handyman to get rid of the. Or, or a, a, a popcorn removal company take get rid of the popcorn texture it and we'll come in and paint. We're specialists at painting.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a that's a good way to look at it. We, I guess we kind of look at it in the other way, like keeping it under one umbrella. But to your point, I mean, it just that's time wasted, right? And that's that's revenue that could be that could be collected.
0: You can only you can only do so much. Yeah, you have to have confidence that you're going to get fillers in these spots. Yeah. Doing the things that you're best at. Okay? And that confidence is going to allow you to be okay with saying no.
1: Right. You know, okay. if you got
0: if you got three weeks of jobs, you know what I'm saying? Like keeping it under one umbrella is is good for the customer, horrible for your business.
1: Yeah.
0: Horrible. Because Very not good. only does it lack predictability, but it puts a strain on your workers. They yeah. don't have consistency. They have, so it's good that they get to go to a new job every day, but it's bad that they have to do a new skill every day. Yeah. Because okay? the energy drops, the resentment goes up. They yeah. want to probably get more money because they're having to do all these hard tasks, probably thinking about it as they're doing all this craziness. And they're probably thinking, like, man, like, I want more money. And when people want more money and they don't feel like they're getting the value out of the job that they're doing, the customer satisfaction goes down. Yeah. Okay, because they're not doing things above and beyond anymore. The attitude goes down, right? So you have this like trickle down effect that occurs you know, out, sure. out of employees.
1: Oh, okay. That's a that's very uh, good insight there. I appreciate that. Sure. Um, that's something I'm gonna definitely bring up to the team here or Jason, I guess. And
0: I would I would say that like, how long has he, he been in business? Just curious.
1: Um. He had, he was operating under a different LLC since 95.
0: So he's, he's been in business a long time. He's an old school guy.
1: Yep. Old school guy. And that's, I think that's part of the reason he's kind of been a handyman too. So that's part of the reason he wants to take it on. But now that he's, the vision is to grow and, you know, train our, train our teams. in. but yeah, to your point, if you're taking in someone that's pretty, pretty fresh a reliable, good human being, as Nick Slavic would say, you know, um, you know, you're bringing in good people and training them, but you keep throwing them out of these different jobs. Yeah. That's going to create that resentment and that.
0: Um, well, it does, but it, it's either that, or you pay them to overcompensate. But again, it's like, you have to have, you have to have a system, right? So the system should be like, you know, do you have, let, let me just ask you, and I'm sure the answer is probably no, but I just want to know, do you have defined roles um, in, in each crew? No. Okay. So it's easy. So you have a piece of paper there. Yeah. Okay. So do me a favor, just, just draw Two circles side by side, okay. About about three inches apart. Okay. okay, in those circles, write the names of the leader of each crew. Okay, what's their names? Mike and Bob. Mike and Bob, put a dash and then put project manager. Project manager, so just put PM. You know, just for short. Off okay. of the circle. Yeah, off to the side, just right there, just PM, PM, okay? And then draw a line on the bottom part of the bubble and then create another bubble underneath underneath them. So you should have two bubbles, one at the top, one at the top, a line, and then two more bubbles. Okay. Okay? Then put the second skill person there for each crew. So what's their names, would you say? Chris, Joey. Chris and Joey. Right, those two. Okay. Okay. Then put TL for Team Lead or Crew Lead. CL. Okay. Okay. So that so one crew's done because there's only two, right? Yeah. Okay. So you have one more person that needs to go at the bottom of one of those guys, right? Right. So draw another bubble on so that one crew should have three bubbles. Okay. Okay. What's that kid's name? He's probably like the helper, right? Yeah, Jack. Jack. So Jack would be um, an apprentice. So just put A.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Like a handyman too. Okay.
0: Whatever. Just like apprentice. Like he's just yeah. third tier. He, you know. And and what I did in the beginning, I, I used to call it painter A, painter B, painter C, painter D, A B C D. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so looking at that now that it's visual, you have a gap on your other crew. Yeah. Okay. Your other crew's missing a, a, a an apprentice. Yeah. Okay. There's a hole there. Okay. You, there's no, So so you've been operating inefficiently for right, however right. long there's been two guys and three guys. They right. need to be the same. Okay. So now you know what to look for. You don't need, you don't need a freaking person that has all this paint skill. You need a helper. Yeah. You need a helper. Number three. Now, if you, if you change your business model, you guys want to do fours. It's the same deal. Draw another bubble. Okay, cool. So here's why. Now, when one person leaves, so let's say top bubble leaves, now you're looking for a project manager. When number two leaves, now you're looking for somebody with brush skill. You know, is yeah. it, you follow me?
1: Yeah.
0: So, but here's, here's the most important part, okay? You, since you didn't identify those roles, your guys don't have that identity. Yeah. Okay. And when people don't have an identity in what they're doing, don't there's nowhere to strive to they don't have okay i'm 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 an apprentice i want to be a team lead one day yeah right you know what i'm saying i want to be um and then as a project manager there should be a supervisor role in the middle that's managing the three projects project managers what's he's going to strive for to be a supervisor yeah right so you have to have these levels of attainment okay that are intrinsic that that yes they do usually come with a monetary raise or something like that but you have okay. to have those because if you don't have those, it's going to be hard to, you know, you know, to progress
1: and to create the, um, I guess like the structure. Yeah. And, uh, motivation, right.
0: Motivation's key. You know, I mean, yes, do they come, but they don't know their roles. So like my suggestion to you would be to have a team meeting and, and it might even be worth the investment to get some team shirts just to make it official because you guys are implementing this now, you know, I'm sorry. I forget their names already. Or Bob was Bob. One of the project managers. Yeah. Yeah. Project manager. Yeah. Small investment, hundred bucks, get team shirts with that title. So when they go to the customer's house, Oh, that's the project manager, Bob. Yeah. Um, business cards. Good idea would be to get everyone business cards with their team, uh, with their, um, tier on there so bob project manager but with the company number on there and right. their picture you know yeah. company number not their personal number just with their picture so what you're doing is you're actually creating this this team yeah and there's tiers. like your role is sales manager right operations manager right right and then you got jason he's the owner so mm-hmm. he doesn't need a role he's got one and then you're the operations manager right you know if you guys expand you would have a sales manager and then you'd have a production manager and then you'd have a job supervisor, you know, and then you create these roles. You've got to have that system. So that, you know, so that's, that's kind of one of the major things that I think would be beneficial to you to start implementing.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. And I know we've talked about this a lot. It just seems like uh, it's got to start from the top, you know, I think our supervisor role is just filled by Jason. He's managing all the projects. He's, he's doing productions. He's, he's, uh, scheduling and everything. So it's, it's creating a a big burden on him as far as being able to grow the company, you know, hire the right people and everything. Let
0: me tell you the, 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 let me tell you the reality reality is this very old school. He is, this is how he made all of his money. This thing right here. Okay. We're new school. You and I. You know, we understand the power of technology, which takes the hands, gets rid of those. And we place it in the computer and use our minds. And we, yeah. and we, so we have a different way of, of getting a result. Right. The change for him to flip is probably only going to be shown based from my experience, working with these types of business owners by results. Yeah. I mean, that's it. He's a results guys. He sees that it worked. You can't tell him this stuff and say, Hey, we should do this. It's more one of those things where you got to say, Hey man, I know this is going to work. Let me try. It. Right. Okay? It's not like, you know, it's one of those things as a business owner, if I had someone like you come to me like that, I would be the type of person to give you the opportunity. I hope that he is as well. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe he is. Would you say that he is that type yeah. Of guy he's, open?
1: He's, yeah. He's open to
0: open to change, but it's more or less like, it's going to be hard to win. Like it's going to be hard to like, get him to like, you're going to try to pitch him this thing. And you go, eh, I don't know, I, I don't want to give up a $3,000 popcorn removal. I don't want to give up a $2,000 you know wallpaper. But you and I discussed, first things first, it comes down from your marketing. When you have confidence in your marketing and you have confidence in your ability to generate business, you don't take on things that are not your niche. That's the reality. Of it. Yeah. But if you start narrowing down your marketing, if you really come up with a marketing plan, again, everyone bashes me for home advisor i don't care i don't care if it was amazon who is the best lead generator i don't care if it was walmart generating leads dude whoever's yeah. bringing the most leads the most efficient leads is the one i'm going to go with absolutely and right now home advisor is just an absolute mammoth in terms of lead generation yeah and if you it's learn how to nurture you're
1: going for and then you're closing a higher I percent i tell
0: them i only want exterior full houses That's all I'll get. I could tell them I only want crown molding. That's all I'll get. I could tell them I only want interiors, five or more bedrooms, It's the whole house mostly. That's all I get. And if it's anything less than that, they give me my money back.
1: Right, okay.
0: You know, so just to get you guys off on the right foot, it might be worth the investment to try it out. Set aside a thousand bucks. Yeah. You know, and and start niching down. Stop taking things, you know, and and here's the thing. I'm I'm telling you, stop taking things that aren't your niche. He just bought a shop, okay? The only reason you need a shop is because you're spraying things, mostly, unless you're just storing stuff. What is he trying to do with it?
1: Combo, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess Patton. the future. Yeah. So he has. I mean, we have this whole place filled up with just all his stuff that he's accumulated over all these years. So we're okay. we're trying to filter all that out. Um, kind of like a central meeting point and office. Days.
0: Okay. In uh, terms of in terms of your niche, what like. It, like that's more what I, what I'm more concerned about, like what jobs do you guys do? Like wh- if you had to pick two job types that are your bread and butter, profitability, ease of, ease of control. What are, what are those two jobs?
1: I would say, I mean, your basic volunteers. So okay. wall Just like us walls, yeah.
0: trim, ceilings, doors. Okay.
1: And I mean, I, I think we're very similar to you. It's interior, Ex- exterior.
0: interior, exterior, but during the winter, even though I said too, I'm okay with cabinets. Do you guys do cabinets? Yeah. Perfect. Like I'm I'm a if that's how you can navigate the winter by taking on cabinets, that's a whole whole other business. I'm cool with that. So those should be the only three things that you should ever take on for the next year. Interiors, exteriors. You know, I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins, man. And he has Perfect. this thing um about our reticular activating system. You know what that is? You've heard of it. Yeah. All yes. right. So essentially the analogy is okay, let's say you're in the market for a Toyota Camry. You're looking for a camera. What do you see out on the road a hundred thousand times now that you're looking for one? Toyota camera. Exactly. Why why is that? It's because what we focus on, we get. So if all you're focusing on is interior painting, and the only thing that you allow is interior painting, that's what you're gonna find. Yeah. And then okay. from there, you could say now you're gonna learn the system. Okay, a full repaint for Bob, Chris, and the other guy, three guys, is gonna take four days. Yeah. Okay. So Mrs. Jones, we'll be here January 1st through January 4th. Okay. Now you know that you have a one day job that you can put in for Friday for those guys. All
1: right.
0: You know what I'm saying? Now you're working efficiently. And then yeah. and then the following Monday is a cabinet job. Okay, this cabinet job is going to take us a week, but how much does it cost us to staff this crew for the whole week, 40 hours? Right. Let's say it's three grand. Okay. Materials on the cabinet job are cheap. So let's say 500 bucks. So that's 3,500 cost to keep these guys there for the week. Okay. Three guys for a week cabinet job. I got to sell this cabinet job for seven grand because right. it's percent margin. So unless they go for that seven grand, it's not my job. All right. Cause you're good. Cause now we're getting into, you're a broker, you're a, you're a buyer and you're a seller of labor. Okay. So you bought the labor for 33 grand and you're selling it to the customer for way more. You bought the paint for 500 bucks and you're selling it to the customer for way more. It's just a matter of who you're gonna sell it to and for how much and when. Right on. You know, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's um, you know. Yeah, really helpful um, to put that in perspective. Cause the hard part for me, you know, being as that I worked for Sherwin Williams for 10 years. So like, I know, I know paint, you know this transition was not as easy as I had imagined. I think the selling portion, you know, building rapport, that comes second nature, but it's the, it's the bidding part. Right. So um, when I do get into these random wallpaper removal or, you know, any sort of, any sort of build backs or anything like that, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like I'm trying to, I don't either. Yeah. I'm trying to like,
0: yeah you're overthinking it and act like i know what i'm talking about but if that's i mean but the the secret for you right now is is to really niche down um and niche down do i don't know about wallpaper i don't even want to know about wallpaper i don't even know about cabinets i don't even want you know how many calls i get for cabinets i could start a cabinet business with how many people call me to ask me to do cabinets i don't want to do cabinets i don't care about cabinets it could i can make a million dollars doing cabinets but i'll be stressed out I wouldn't yeah. have any predictability yeah. it's a whole bit another business i have to start it's not it's not for me i would rather stay consistent and just get per- perfect at what we're good at
1: yeah okay
0: you know i want to get perfect at it there's too many businesses that aren't even perfect at one thing and they're just trying to get everything like you're trying to take everything and it's like killing you yeah. you, know? you shouldn't be stressed out you shouldn't be you know, and like, I think part of it is that you're not an owner. So you don't have a lot of authority in terms of saying no, you right. know, like, but where we're getting at is kind of changing the culture of your company to only accept what you're best at because you know that it doesn't put a strain last analogy I'll use. is like, I use this is a lot like Starbucks, right? They get so much traffic and so many people come if they wanted to sell steak there'd be a good portion of people that buy a filet mignon from Starbucks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll buy it. But think about it. They got to have a new grill. They got to have another person working the grill. They got to pay that person to work the grill. It, it, if a steak takes too long to cook, all the people that came there for coffee, what happens? They, they, they have to wait. So you have people that are in the back of the line waiting for coffee, but a steak is taking 20 minutes to cook. They're going yeah. to turn around and they're going to go somewhere else to get their coffee.
1: Right.
0: Okay. If everyone in your area is taken on everything, guess what, which they all are mostly. Yeah. Okay. Guess what? They're going to come to you for the actual interior next to painting. painting. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That's a very simplified way to put that too. That's a good analogy.
0: So, I think, dude, I don't want to overwhelm you. There's a lot of stuff. I think you should take some of this stuff right now, implement it. And I, I would really like to connect with you maybe next week and we'll go over your sales process.
1: Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's a big, uh, topic. That I'd
0: yeah, that's, that's a, that's a whole session in itself, but it'd be good because, you know, you have, you got a lot of the good stuff right now. This is foundational things, you know, um, I'm going to post this on the podcast. I encourage you to probably listen to it again. Yeah. Um, so you can get a, get a good feel for some of the little the, the points, but once you get that foundation, right, remember it comes top down the sales process now becomes cake because, right. you, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's deep. So, all right.
1: That's a, that's really helpful. I appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. My friend.